0: Hey, it's another episode of this thing we do called the LTE Podcast. Letters to the editor. I'm your host, Brendan O'Meara. Hey, hey, today, we've got Juan Carlos Valle making his triumphant return to the podcast. His recent column, his IMO column, deals with the toxic nature of social media and how it's hard to have a civil discussion on the interwebs, and how he tries, nevertheless, so we unpack that a little bit. If you've gotten a letter that you feel like sending to me or Veronica, it's rgletters at registerguard.com. I think that's about it. I don't want to be leaguer this intro. I want you to just get into hearing Juan Carlos do his thing. This is me and Juan Carlos on the telephone. All right? He's not in the studio. He's on the telephone, if you couldn't already tell, by the audio quality. Here we go. Let's do this. What do you say? You wrote about social media and uh, having more civility with it, and everybody knows that social media can be a bit toxic. So um, what was the inspiration for for this uh, column this month for you?
1: I had uh, seen many conversations uh of course out in the in public and with family and friends but more so in social media that it's turned and i'm comparing let's say 10 years ago five years ago those conversations had turned uh nasty or uh there's a lack of amicability in those conversations i myself uh have engaged in a couple of them in, in terms of trying to understand some folks. I think it's important to ask questions and to, to try to, to put ourselves in their shoes because everybody has something, everybody has a story and why they may be so passionate about an issue. But I have noticed that there's more animosity, there's uh, less uh, caring, Less. there's more sort of like a freedom to... To say things that are not as measured or with humanity in mind, so that was really what triggered me to want to do this piece.
0: Yeah, and can you single out a particular experience that that really made you, you know, think twice about how you engage in social media, and then certainly want to write about it?
1: Yeah, for example, you know, this piece we're talking about an experience with a very long time friend. I put a posting uh, about the, the need to vote and to finally to make uh, mistakes from the past uh, and are, you know, using a right to vote. I mean, we're one of the few countries that, you know, this is a right. You know, other countries are fighting still to, to vote. And so the reaction from my friend was not on the topic or the posting, but on things that were actually in her mind and she touched upon um, immigration and abortion. And two topics that are obviously important to her and it been on her mind, but uh, they had nothing to do with the actual posting, but she felt very free to to then give me a piece of her mind. But it wasn't in a kind way, it was more of a attacking, but then it turned into, wanted me to be against immigration, for example, or be against uh, abortion. And so she went right to the topics that our country still has to find ways to come to the table and then talk
0: yeah I mean was there any part of you that just wanted to you know get out of this conversation and be like, you know what this this isn't for me I don't feel like doing this especially not on facebook or or something like if you want to get coffee, that sounds good, but you are know, like you know let's let's take this elsewhere instead of the uh, instead of behind keyboards
1: yeah you know my style as you know i I love meeting with people i pre- prefer meeting people one-on-one. You know, people say that the eyes are the window to your soul. And I think the soul can meet other similar souls, or they can all gather and really come up with something that is fantastic and transcending that could be politically tested and time-tested. So face-to-face, it's happening less and less. But that really is the point, though. Social media and platforms—it has made it easier for all of us to to not needing to see you face to face to tell you some things and not and not care that whether or not you will be hurt or whether or not you will understand it or misunderstand it. It's just, I'm gonna just dump it and throw it at your face on social media. So yeah, I mean, I was like, hey, lady, let's let's do coffee. It's been a while since we, we gather. Why don't we do this? But I stay because I also believe that we also have to model and be be inquisitive about where the person's coming from when somebody leaves the table. And again, the social media now has become like a, like a discussion table. And so, when somebody leaves the discussion, that means they're no longer wanting to communicate. And mm-hmm. so, I was kind of a yeah. I, I, I had this urge to get out and use even do it you know on the side or private conversation but she wanted to engage more and 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 get in that you know sure let's let's engage knowing that of course this is a public conversation but I think it was important to hear her out and understand why those two things came about to her mind and of course I, I realized well maybe she's trying to test me, is she trying to figure out me publicly about those two topics and what do I think about it Uh, am I able to articulate and and say, here's what I think, with all the respect to you, but also respecting your opinion as well. And she had a lot of opinions about both subjects. And so that was an opportunity for us to have that public conversation. But also, I didn't want to be the one leaving the table from the discussion. Does that make sense to you?
0: Mm. Have you developed your own... Sort of boundaries or guidelines around uh, how you engage on social media, so you can uh, at least protect yourself better and not, you know, have the not necessarily have conversations that might keep you up at night.
1: You know, uh, yes, but it's not something that I developed overnight. This has been because of bruises and bumps and bruises and, and experiences. Uh, I think we have to allow ourselves to express our opinions, and to be heard, especially on topics that are really, really dear to our hearts. But the boundaries have to be personal attacks. It can be about the subject, you know, the subject itself. Say the subject of immigration. Okay, what, what's bad about immigration? A country has been has founded on, on immigration. Thanks to many, many entrepreneurs thanks to many bright minds who happen to be immigrants, Google and so on so forth. We have a change in America that the the fabric over generations and generations is based upon immigration. But there is that sometimes inequality or lack of information. For example the family unification that was united many brothers and sisters from Europe. You know that's how they were able to either sponsor or to bring family here, because you know they needed to be united with their families. And that I think that's important. Family nucleus is important. But over the last few years, it seems like when it started to shift to Latin America, then those opportunities began to close. So the family nucleus is still important for us here in, in in the Americas. And so the having those boundaries to talk about the issue itself, but not going after the person as for who they are, those are the things that i that I have come to terms to make sure that I, that I do that, but not because I want them to stay off of me as a person and my personality, but because I come have come to respect myself more than the actual topic
0: mm. Well, they, nice. Yeah, the the you know the piece, of course, is up on you know registerguard dot com slash opinion. It's uh, in my own opinion by Juan Carlos Valle. Uh, what do you see yourself uh, contributing for uh, for your next piece? What's uh, what's percolating in your brain right now?
1: I'm thinking about uh, you know when right now we have the political season and candidates are, are knocking on doors. They're calling you. They're sending you flyers and sending you, you know, requests for support. Endorsements need to really come back to the real meaning that we used to have years ago. Endorsing a dollar a or a candidate has to be returned to its glory days. And so that's the topic that I am developing for next piece. What does it mean, an endorsement? Why people need to be responsible and accountable when we endorse a candidate? And the candidate has to have enough integrity and accountability back to those that we that we support supported by. So that's the topic that's coming up, you know, fresh in my mind. It's been in my mind for a while. But right now with all these political uh, events and all this uh, energy that we have, that we have to really understand that our our support our endorsement that also means that we are in agreement with the candidate with the ballot and what does that say about us too and so that's really what i'm diving into for the next topic
0: Fantastic. Well, uh, I know I'll look forward to it as well, our readers. Uh, well, Juan Carlos, thank you so much for hopping on the podcast to unpack and talk about uh, social media and, and the like. So uh, thank you very much for carving out the time, man.
1: Thanks for having me.